0: very warm welcome to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you will enjoy this podcast. Hi Arjun, thank you so much for joining us on Blitz Business. It's a pleasure to have you.
1: Hi Ashish, pleasure to be on your channel.
0: Awesome. So Arjun, how did it all started I'm very... Uh, you know i'm very keen to know how did you started building this brand if you can help us our listeners understand you know what was the you know thought process in the beginning of the initial days especially yeah
1: long 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 story i've been in the industry now almost 30 years mm-hmm. so i don't know if you all want to hear 30 years of what went into <laughs> it but in a nutshell uh, what i could tell you uh, lots and lots of passion lots of love lots of dreaming and uh, just utmost belief in something that you love to do and that you're passionate about, passionate about, which was the art of creating just beautiful clothing. Um, The initial years were certainly a struggle. But having said that, the struggle was actually a beautiful struggle. I miss uh, many moments of that struggle. Uh, I thought times uh, during then were far more simpler. and in many ways, as tough as it was, it was also very easy, you know, to get things done and to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't we didn't have the digital age or the digital, digital platform where everything is instant gratification and instantly now. Um, so one learned the process of creating, you know, pen to paper, paper to fabric, fabric to tailor, tailoring to machine, and then you see, each piece each sleeve each lapel being created which was really a joyous experience and i you know honestly haven't ever left that i'm still very old school in terms of tailoring so i think that's been pretty much my my journey i mean obviously i can't sort of put 30 years into a nutshell but <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's been it's been ever it's been ever ending never ending and i love that journey i mean
0: so i'm still not it- where i'd like to be Mm-hmm. So was it Arjun always, so we get a lot of tons of questions from our listeners, you know, who want to start something, be in this yeah. domain or the other domain. Uh, what was it like for you? Do you always wanted to do this thing being a designer or there you had other ambition or other goals in life before you sort of uh, took this path?
1: So, you know, um, very interesting question because... I always, I mean, I've always been art inclined. I've always been art bent. I've always been sort of an artist. I to love drawing, sketching, doodling constantly. In the early years, I had no clue that it was fashion design or I wanted to become a designer. My early years, I was obsessed by the military and the Air Force. And I was very keen to become a fighter pilot. Um, I had lots of family in the army and the Air Force and uh, that's not what really drove me i just love the whole all-male macho-ness of being a fighter pilot and then probably fly flying a mig in those days and the closest i ever got to doing that was reaching flight cadet sergeant in the ncc having and flying oh, model really. aircrafts mm-hmm. um having said that art then sort of dominated i was always very good at sports and i was completely used to Um, academics. I wasn't useless, but I think in those days, people didn't recognize what dyslexia meant. And I was just almost allergic to being able to read and mug and do exams. Uh, My love was the field. My love was sports and track and field. And drawing was always something that came naturally to me. Um, Eventually, I got into art school in the UK. Uh, and in that first year of foundation, I think four months down the line, I realized that it's fashion and fashion design. And I love the art of tailoring. And before I knew it, within the sixth month, I knew I wanted to become a fashion designer. This was in the early 80s. Wow. Oh, quite
0: quite a journey from, uh, from having. Yes, it was
1: quite a journey and, and a fantastic journey. It was a roller coaster one. Mm-hmm. And it still is a roller coaster. And that's what I enjoy most about where I'm at in my career oh,
0: that's awesome so you mentioned you know you started from uh, pen to paper and you know building everything from scratch so what was that you yes. know if, if you can sort of look um, from two lenses you know when this digital age you know everything became online versus that point in time what sort of shift you yeah. have seen in terms of let's say consumer behavior in terms of the way you are doing business now
1: so, you know, um, I'm still, as I mentioned, I'm still old school. I come from a generation of um, pen to paper, you know, still touch and feel. Uh, my art form is very sort of high-end, bespoke, handmade, tailor-made. Uh, I specialize in fine, fine tailoring, whether it's a suit or a sherwani or a bangala for the man. And that's my art form. Having said all of that, uh, there's no escaping where we have reached on the digital age and the digital platform, um, it has its pros; it has its cons. Um, the consumer market is now Instagram crazy, Instagram obsessed. Um, it's now it's for the moment and it's instant grat- gratification. People want want to see now. People want to wear you know clothing that they've seen yesterday, and they don't want to wait. True. However, having said all of that. There is still a very, very discerning audience that still wants the old school tailoring, still wants to come and touch and feel, still wants that luxury or the luxurious end to handmade tailoring, which you cannot put online, sadly. Mm. Uh, and I would say, fortunately, um, the bridge between the two is what we've titled Ready to Wear, or in layman's terms, Bridge or the Bridge Collection with Designers where we've all come up with, you know, a sort of off-the-rack sort of line, which is size-driven, color-driven. Um, the whole ball game is very different, where you lure the customer in or the customer who's familiar with your brand is comfortable with your sizing or your size chart. Um, we're still not a Zara. We're still not a, a Mango. We're still not a Next. We're still not any of these brands that are doing sort of the volume and turnover that digital or the digital age of the digital platform commands or requires it to be. Um, In many ways, it also acts as a fantastic portfolio and a fantastic presence uh, where you have your pictures, you have your portfolio, you have your collections online, where then the client, him or her, wherever you are, can sort of come make a connection with that designer and then buy into that brand. So it's got its pros, it's got its cons. Um, I'm still battling with the digital age and the digital platform. I love the way you can put um, a photo session literally online within seconds and you are reaching out to, I don't know, thousands, millions of people globally. It's literally now six degrees of separation. Earlier, we'd go into print, we'd make a catalog. And I send that out to a few hundred thousand people mm-hmm. within my guest list, which is now completely changed. So, so having said all of this, I mean, I think mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic. It's still growing. Uh, we haven't reached the tip of the iceberg. There's the you know, the digital age is like reaching, you know, new um, it's opening up new windows on a daily basis, literally. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's fantastic in many ways. And it's kept the balance with old school and and the newness of digital and instant.
0: So as a brand, Arjun Khanna, right? So you mentioned yeah. uh, the other brands, Mango, Zara, or maybe let's say we can classify into fast fashion, like Shein, which are turning heaps of inventory, refresh rate, crazy refresh rates, right? So yes. how, do you, how do you see yourself, you know, um, you know, in sort of this is at this you know um, i'm trying to find the right word for it in terms of where do you see as a brand being in into this particular sp- space or to adapt to the digital age of this fast fashion you do you want to have that shift so that's,
1: a very, that's a yes so that's a very sorry i'm interrupting because i've just got a flow of thought that's come in mm-hmm. uh, you've used a word which is very very i feel very strongly about. And my brand is driven very strongly against that. You use the word saying fast fashion. Arjun Khanna stands for luxury. Arjun Khanna stands for handmade. Arjun Khanna stands for everything that is recycled and sustainable. We, in fact, believe personally, as 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 a as an individual, and then as a designer, and obviously then as my brand, um, we are all about slow fashion. Going back to, whilst I totally understand the fastness of these other brands and I understand where the consumer comes in, but there's a tremendous amount of waste that goes into that market. Um, I believe in recycled. I believe in sustainable fashion um, and I see that with my brand. Twenty years later, I get clients coming in and saying, you know what? Our size has fluctuated a bit but I still wear the Sherwani you made for me, Arjun. Wow. You know, you made this Bangala, you made this tuxedo for me. I still wear it, Arjun, and it's still relevant and that gives me the the most, I don't know, the biggest high is seeing something like that. It's not about just making that sale. It's about quality and quality clothing. His This generation's son is coming and making something new for me and the father is still wearing his tuxedo or his t- Bangala or his Sherwani or his suit, as long as your your size hasn't changed. So at Arjun Khanna, it's it's all about quality. It's all about luxurious clothing and nothing goes to waste. Today, we've come up with two new versions and two new labels. Uh, One very strong and very close to my heart, which is denim. And the other one is a, a label called Backsack. Here, everything off the cutting table, right down to the last chindi, The last crumb that falls off the table becomes something, whether it's a bag, whether it's a pouch, whether it's a pencil case, everything is converted and put back onto that table. So I really think um, my brand is doing its best to be sustainable and be relevant in today's fast fashion or in in today's fast consumer uh, driven brands like what we've just talked about
0: that's really amazing arjun the examples you gave and you know uh, uh, having that sort of sustainable fashion angle in it and you know uh, that's that really it's it's a meaningful you know impact you are having so the the next question yes is, and i feel
1: you know i feel also, yeah
0: please, Yeah. go ahead
1: no go on i also feel that today's generation is very receptive to what i've just been talking about hmm. you know people are now sensitive to the universe we, uh, we're sensitive to the planet Especially what, after what the world has been through in the last two and a half years of COVID.
0: Yes, that's absolutely true. I mean, people have become definitely a lot more conscious of environment, of carbon emissions, of what they're purchasing, you yes. know, what's the impact on the environment. That's a very positive shift in the industry anywhere you look at from um, I think universe. it's the most
1: beautiful shift that's happening. I just hope it stays. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, It shouldn't turn out to be another fad, hopefully. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, well, hopefully, fingers
0: crossed. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Um, So one thing which sort of comes to my mind, you know, and so I will say um, uh, by background, right, I I, I run tech tech companies, but I do have a little bit of an artistic angle. I love to draw. But one thing which I wanted to ask from you is, how do you come up with ideas, right? So that's, that's something really fascinating to me. You know, what is the, what is a thought process for someone like you to be able to have new collection come out, um, every year, whatever the frequency may be. How do you sort of come up with these ideas or the recently you mentioned about the denims and the other so, piece of it. Yeah. So, so, hmm.
1: so, you know, you know, I've been asked this question numerous times hmm. and, um, I'm, if you can sort of understand the passion that where I'm, where it comes from. Yeah, I'm going to just ask, answer this in a nutshell. I can't keep up with the amount of ideas that I keep spitting out. My, my brain and my body thinks faster than I can actually write and draw. And I, uh, the ideas, uh, I don't know where they come up from. The ideas just keep coming. What I feel that I am just a tool that I need to put this on paper or into a garment or make that creation. I can't keep up with the ideas and with a person like me, everything excites me, everything turns me on. I get inspiration from everywhere. I find beauty in everything, whether it's toys, whether it's vintage bikes, whether it's art, whether it's Star Wars, whether it's, I don't know, vintage clothing, whether it's denim, um, old old school gramophones, records, LPs, I don't know, architecture um travel music um everything turns me on it could just be a conversation that triggers off something and will spark off an idea i don't have the energy or the time or the ability i wish i had 10 more bodies or 10 more hands to be able to draw (laughs) as fast as i think honestly (laughs) so that's what i think the ideas drive me more than me driving the ideas
0: So there has been a couple of hot topics lately in terms of um, uh, any inspiration from the crypto world.
1: (laughs) So, you know, uh, crypto has been something that's excited me from the day I heard about it and read about it. Um, Uh And I was so excited about this. And I've always been told, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of ahead of your time. And I said, listen, I want to do this and I want to put this on. And people laughed at me. Today, it's like the next big thing that's coming up. And yes, yeah. I would love to sort of delve into that next. It's unreal. I mean, it's another virtual world that is happening. You know, movies like Avatar and things like that took me away and stole me into another another realm literally. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I mean crypto is the next big thing. Awesome. And um, don't be so surprised th- if seen, Arjun, you see an Arjun something there. <laughs>
0: So is there a, like an NFT? I mean, many people have seen I've dropped an NFT uh, and all that sort of stuff.
1: So, you know, I mean, as I mentioned, there's so many ideas that are brewing. I haven't had the time to actually put something down, but it is something certainly of interest. And I am still sort of trying to understand the volume and the size of what NFTs can be and have become. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are trading. They're trading them, literally. Yes. So that's where we're going.
0: Mm-hmm. So we have a couple of more. So we uh, so actually, um, on our Insta, we posted, you know, we'll, we'll be recording with Arjun Khanna. So we have many questions coming in. I'll try to see and pick a few of them. Uh, in the meantime, okay. um, uh, uh, so Arjun, you recently launched a new store uh, in Bombay. So uh, if you want to share, yes. you know. Uh, little bit about
1: that yeah yeah i'd love to so uh, this is again another passion project um it was silence again after two and a half years of covid i mean you know what the world went through um yes. having said all of that it was a nice fresh start and i was lucky to find this beautiful spot in kalagoda i'm literally above the kalagoda cafe um on the main street on the main high street uh come take a look i mean i don't think words can do justice it's another very deep passion project uh, like all my stores and like all my collections uh i put a lot of me into that it's a bit of a man cave um full of toys full of personal effects um, yeah and it's about it's about a lifestyle experience more than just a retail store you need to you need, you need to come and see what i'm talking about um, and i think it lends itself and is a lovely platform or a backdrop or an umbrella to my my collections and my collections sort of start from back sack which are the recycled bags i talked about into denim into right into sort of suit making bespoke tailoring and into my Shadi collection which uh, which are my bangalas right into my sherwanis so it's it's a one stop store for everything and having said all of that we make some of the finest coffee which is also something new and a new pet project which is the arjun khanna coffee which i've really? and that's called matt, yes and that's called matt black i'm a coffee oh, fiend as well by the way
0: oh wow
1: <laughs> so come you're most welcome please come and enjoy that coffee it's a hundred percent arabica and it's um called matt black
0: Oh wow. a lot of and having said that I, must say
1: that I must say that <laughs> yes i must thank um, the coffee grind company that has actually helped me put this together mm-hmm. they have a lot of patience having put up with me for the last four months with a lot of cu- curating coming up with this blend so yeah you have lots of lots of incentive coming into my store
0: it's it's very interesting to see the combination of clothes and coffee and to, to, to get a chance to try an <laughs> <Yes>. excellent coffee <laughs> who can send you must come, to please. <laughs> absolutely yes uh, you're most welcome uh, so there is, there is one interesting question which just came in, so it's, it's basically, so it, uh, it's based on how does a brand or any luxury brand, uh, one of us, the listener is asking, how does any luxury brand do pricing for, do you guys yep. do research surveys or how do you come about the pricing structure for your uh, clothing or accessories?
1: So again, very interesting question. I um, I don't have a formula as such on pricing uh-huh. because I personally, as an individual, don't believe, uh, doesn't believe that art or any art form has a valid enough price tag. I think art in any form is priceless. Having said all of that, we need to sell. We need to put that price tag so that consumer can come and put a value on it and pay for it. Uh, so clearly, we obviously... Uh, in a nutshell, put our overheads together, yes. uh, which which incurs a certain amount of cost, um, and that ends up becoming a bit of a formula, and in turn gives you a price or a or a certain amount of notional value to that product, whatever that product be. But yeah, it's calculated with overheads, real estate, numerous numerous factors that come in that sort of dictate or command. A luxury brand like mine you can you can do the math and figure out what goes into the making of every garment so apart you... from lots of love
0: <laughs> so are you also planning to open new stores arjun uh...
1: well i would love to open another store but uh, you know my stores become like babies um and i can't let go of them um so they they take their time in growing but again I keep saying that I'm a luxury brand, I'm a boutique brand, um, so to do a second and a third is a slow process. But yes, it's definitely on the cards, for sure. If not another one in Bombay, certainly in another big metro.
0: And it will have the coffee collection, right?
1: (laughs) Oh, by far. I mean, that's even if you don't come and buy the clothes, I promise you'll enjoy my coffee. And by then, by then, my second blend will be ready. <laughs> Incidentally, that's bold. I like the way I'm selling all my coffee, being a fashion designer, nice. <laughs> specializing in men's uh, Then, sort
0: of the next thing, which is, um, um, um I think the co- co- sort of a common question is coming is so, um i think as an individual right we all have different ambi- ambitions and we look up to certain people right for me uh, there are certain right. people i look up to right so for you uh, arjun what are what are these individuals or you know people who you look up to and um, sort of want to be at that um, category or be like them or you know your inspirations or individuals you know you look up to
1: so i have um... I have many such individuals, and they can range from an interior designer to a fashion designer to a rock star. Um, I'm very intrigued, and I'm very sort of um, passionately impressed when I hear a story like Elvis Presley, for instance, who's driven by you know utmost talent and had so many odds against him when he started off, uh, and especially with the kind of music. He was trying to sort of sing and therefore sell and then therefore record um, Ralph Lauren today for what he stands and where he came for, where he came from. And at the time he came into fashion and into, you know, haute couture at its highest form, the man sold ties when he started his career. Today he's he's selling paint with his name on it. Um, so stories like this really, really impressed me. Um, Interior designers like Bill Bensley, rock stars, rock artists, anybody who follows him or her dream and just believes in his or herself and follows that passion. I mean, look at—I was listening to, you know, old school rock bands. I mean, I'm looking, listening to the '70s and the '80s musicians like David Bowie today. I mean, you're still earning money on Let's Dance. I think that's bloody impressive. There, yeah. that's. These are stories that drive me. It's just following your passion, following your dream and just believing in it. And when you believe in it so strongly, your audience can't help but believe in you.
0: And as a brand, uh, Arjun, where do you uh, see yourself sort of like for the next 5, 10, 15 years uh, at? What are your sort of the next goals or ambitions in this particular space?
1: You know, again, very interesting question. And uh, people laugh when they hear me say this. I don't see myself five years from now. I don't see myself 10 years from now. I really enjoy the moment. I see myself today. I can barely see myself tomorrow morning. (laughs) I enjoy the moment. I live for each day. I really am passionate about what I do. I want to create now for now, not even for tomorrow. And when I hear stories of people coming and telling me, you know, I bought you 20 years ago. That in itself is telling my story. So I don't know where I am five years from now.
0: Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, I, I, so let me flip the question. So um, looking back, yeah. uh, you know, the past 30 years, uh, what are those couple of um, few things, you know, if you can go back in time and do differently?
1: You know, probably nothing because I, I feel that's my journey. That's been my story. I don't know, nothing. I wouldn't do anything differently. That's me and that's what Arjun is. And that's what I stand for. And the very fact that I'm still here, I think I'm still relevant. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, you need to just be relevant for the now.
0: And how does someone do that? Saying... Relevant and in this particular DNA of you know um, things and information is flowing at a speed at which you know every well, attention span has gone. At I would crazy say, numbers.
1: I would yeah. say, yeah, I would say, just, I would just say, be true to yourself here. Just follow your gut. Listen to that voice that speaks from your stomach. Um, your mind can tell you tons of things to do. Follow your heart. Dream and believe in your dream. You know, and just believe in yourself. Believe in what you stand for. Again, uh, I mean, in a nutshell, just follow that Follow that voice that speaks to you from your stomach. Then you're relevant.
0: Awesome. Um,
1: you know, if you believe in yourself, people, people will believe you more dearly.
0: <laughs> no, that's absolutely Or, or,
1: or, or, or you got to be a fantastic liar. <laughs> <laughs> then it's <delusion>. then believe, <laughs> then believe, in, then believe in that. Then believe in that. But again, the fingers will only point to being authentic. Yes. I believe in authenticity.
0: Well, uh, uh, thanks, Arjun, for speaking your heart out. And um, final words, comment from your side, Arjun. Um, uh, anything which I've missed, anything you want to comment on, anything um, which
1: you um, would
0: like our listeners to know. Yeah,
1: Nothing. I mean, I'd say for any new designer, any new artist, just follow your dream. Yeah? Just believe in what you stand for. Do whatever the hell you want to do, but just Stand for it and be proud of it. Awesome. And yeah, come visit my store and I'd love to make you some coffee.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Anybody who's listening.
1: Huh? Not, yes. Not just you, Ashish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it's all for the, all the listeners. Please. <laughs> uh, everyone is invited. Awesome, really? Arjun. Thanks a ton for your time. It was such a pleasure Thanks talking so much, to you.
1: Thanks so much, Nice talking to you. <laughs> yes. yes, likewise. Yes, and good luck with your channel and I'd love to listen to this entire deal again.